Hello, and welcome to Maybe It's Spiritual. This podcast is about people, their stories, their experiences, and the things they can't explain. We live in a world where supernatural occurrences happen to people more often than we talk about. And on this show, we're going to explore these paranormal encounters and become a place where people can share what they've gone through without the fear of being told they're crazy. You are not alone. My name is Rafael Gonzalez, and you are listening to Maybe It's Spiritual. Faye, and welcome to Maybe It's Spiritual. What's up? What's going on? See how the three claps just completely erased everything that just happened? Yeah, it's like definitely a calmness. Right? Changes going on right now. I get it. I mean, claps were not the same. Yours is definitely... Thank you. The one. (laughs) I'm glad that you know... Yeah, you guys weren't here, but you're here now. So, um, we'd put a post out on Facebook, and... You, we reeled you in. Responded. You responded, yeah. yes. It, yeah, it kind of just made me, it sparked my mind about stuff that had happened, and I was like, oh, forgot that happened. Nice. That might be interesting to talk about. All right, well, tell us who Emily Faye is. Uh, well, I'm from Rockford. I mean, mostly been around here, back and forth. Um, I work at a coffee shop, and that's super fun. I have so much fun drinking coffee all day. Sometimes I drink way too much coffee, but Uh it's totally fine. It's okay. And then I just drink beer afterwards, so it's okay. (laughs) Like in this constant state of dehydration, because I don't drink a lot of water so nice do you drink beer at the coffee shop um sometimes but Uh i mean that's only on special occasions i've been definitely known to uh shotgun a couple beers with people but again that's fine special occasions caribou coffee doesn't have to know yeah no Mm -mm. please yeah don't tell them all right anything else interesting that you want to tell us about yourself um i'm really into vinyl i think that's cool i guess that is really cool yeah i um was like super looking for a record player i found a super good deal on one it's like oh my gosh it's probably like older than i am but it was 60 bucks and it works great and it plays everything that i want it to and i spend way too much money on records but again story for another time (laughs) what's your prize vinyl oh gosh I'm going to say what's your favorite, but that just sounds... Um, the Almost Famous soundtrack. I spent a little mm. bit too much money on it, but it's such a good soundtrack because it gets like... That's a good just movie. Just a little bit of everything. Yeah, it's such a good movie. And the soundtrack is, yeah, a little bit of everything sprinkled into it. And I don't have to get a million records to get what I want. So... That's a legit answer. Man. Oh, it's, like it's so good. Yeah, that's cool. All right, so what... What did we spark in your mind? Let's, um, let's get into it. Start at the beginning. Yeah. So I moved to Tennessee in like seventh. It was like end of my seventh 
grade year, like beginning of summer. And before we moved down there, my stepdad worked down there. And I mean, obviously it was like his job to find a house for us to live in. It was like me, my mom, my stepsister, my little sister. And he found this house to live in. It was super cool. It was on Signal Mountain, Tennessee. It's like by Chattanooga, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Um, And super cool. It was like a really nice house at a pool and a hot tub. And he... I don't know how he found, but it was like a couple and I think it was the husband's dad that had died and he like inherited this house from him. Okay. And um, we didn't really know that he died in the house until we We met. We died in the house. Yeah, he died in the house and I didn't really know that until after I had been living there and I had met... um, the guy's grandson that died in the house and he was like a few years older than me and i mean but like we were new down there we didn't really know anybody so he kind of hung out with us and like showed us around and he had told us that not too long before we had moved into the house it was yeah nobody lived there and there was a hot tub and a pool and it was like i think they were maybe going to their sophomore year of high school or junior year of high school so they're like hey, we're going to throw parties in the hot tub and in the pool. It's going to be so fun. Well, they were smoking cigars and, like, taking pictures, and there was a face in the cigar smoke, and, like, in the midst of, like, the cigar smoke and the hot tub steam, there's a face, and his name was Cray that, like, I was friends with him, and he was like, dude, that was Norman. That was my grandpa. That's so crazy. So he was, like, super freaked out. Whoa. After that had happened. So then I kind of got a little curious about it. And I kind of was like asking everybody like what had happened. Well, Norman was babysitting um, like the new baby in the family. And he like just dropped dead. I think it was like a heart attack. And he was literally holding the baby and like dropped dead on the floor. The baby was like, okay. And they found him when they come to, they came to like pick up the baby and yeah, he was just dead. It was a heart attack. Super crazy. Out of nowhere. And then, so I was like, ooh, that's really weird. I'd never really like seen anything before that or like felt any weird energies. But then after I'd kind of like started digging about it, I kind of noticed energies kind of shift. And it was like this big grand room. There was like a bar and we had like a big sectional couch in there and like a big TV. And on one side was my room and my stepsister's room. And then on the other side of the room were the bathrooms. So one night in the middle of the night, I went up to go to the bathroom and to go into this grand room, there was like two or three steps. And I saw this figure kind of walk up to the steps, but he wouldn't come in the room. And it was... I mean, I was freaked out, but at the same time, it was like the energy was like super, like it was clean. Like it wasn't there to like hurt me. It wasn't there to like interfere with me. It was just kind of like there because it had to be. Right. And so I like immediately turned around, ran in my room, shut the door, went to bed. And then um, like... I would tell like my sister about it and my sister would be like, 
you're crazy. That never happened. And I'm like, I'm being so serious. Like that seriously happened. And then I would tell my mom, my stepdad about it. And they would both like, oh, like you're probably just dreaming about it. Like it wasn't real. Like, don't worry about it. So I'd be like, okay, whatever you say. Well, then um, we would wait for the bus on like the top of the hill. Yeah. And I could see my house. And one day I was like talking to my sister and I could see like in the windows, there was like a figure walking through the house and there was nobody home. Like my sister was at daycare. My mom was at work and my stepdad was at work. So I was like, I like turned around and I was like, oh my gosh, like, look, turn around. Like he's right there. And yeah, of course. Nobody saw it. Nobody saw it. He was gone. And then like, it kind of like calmed down. I didn't really, I mean, those two events were like pretty spread out like within a few months. And I didn't really like, I would kind of like see like, just like different like energies change and stuff like that. But then one day we were all sitting down at dinner and my stepdad looks at me and he's like, okay, Emily, I believe you. And I was like, about what? And he was like, okay, like I believe you that like Norman is still here. And he like, he's here. I believe you like it's a ghost. And I was like, okay, like what happened? And he got up before anybody else. Cause he like had to drive like a couple hours to work and the, we had like a half window door, like it had just a window in it. Sure. And he was opening it to go start the car. And he said that in the corner of his eye, he saw a reflection of a man in a Hawaiian shirt, like standing there. And then he like looked over at it and it was gone. And he was like, I felt something there. It was crazy. He was like, I'd never seen anything like that before. And I had went back to Cray and asked him about it. He's like, oh, dude, my grandpa wore Hawaiian sweatshirts all the time. He's like, it was so weird. It would be the middle of winter and he would wear a Hawaiian shirt for no reason. And I was like, <laughs> so I went, obviously I went back to my stepdad yeah. and I was like, this is what happened. Cray confirmed that it was him. And he was like, okay, yep. Mm, this is really weird guys and we ended up like my mom ended up like divorcing him and like we moved up here but yeah it was insane I still think about it and like I recently went down to Chattanooga to like visit with a bunch of people yeah and I was having drinks with Cray and I'd asked him about it and I was like oh like do you think that you could still find the picture on like one of your old phones and he was like I don't even want anything to do with that picture. He was like, that still freaks me out to this day. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. And I was like, okay, man. Like, but oh yeah, that's what, and when he posted that on Facebook that he was looking for people for his podcast, I was like, I haven't thought about that in such a long time. And Mm -hmm. then it just like all came back rushing to me. And I was like, that would be kind of an interesting thing. No, that's a great story. To talk about. So okay, so obviously you're a kid at the time. Yeah. Now looking back at it as a as an adult. Yeah. What do you think was happening? I think that I think about the moment when I first saw him a lot, like when he wouldn't go into like the grand room that he had died in. Yeah. I and the what I felt like it was a very like kind thing. Like he wasn't there to hurt me, and I like respect that now because like 
I mean, I hear all these stories about people like spirits coming in and like trying to attack people and like mess everything up for them. And like, it kind of is like, it weighs a little bit on my heart that like this happened to him and I like felt connected to him at that time about like, Hey man, like that really sucks. And like, I wish that like I could do something to help you, but I'm like, I felt it, and that was pretty much that was it. Yeah. What are your thoughts on ghosts? Do you think there it was a ghost? I think that it was Norman. I felt okay. like that it was a spirit. <clears throat> I guess I didn't don't think it was like just a ghost. But... Sure, but you like you for sure thought it was him. Oh yeah, absolutely. I like didn't have any doubt that it wasn't him. Like I knew exactly who it was when I saw him. Which is like super weird, but that is really weird. Yeah. Well, rest in peace, Norman. Yeah. Man, Norman. that is that's a wild. What a story. guy. What a guy. What a guy. <laughs> I wonder Hawaiian if like his, they had, there's like a box of Hawaiian shirts somewhere that like they're all Normans. Nobody's has uncovered yet. Which all. I mean, I hope they would. That was like it's kind of a cool 10 find. Years ago, yeah, that was like almost twelve years ago now. Right. Actually. So those would have been good ones. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. So. From Norman, where do we head? Hmm. What's next? I actually thought about today about how when we were like a couple years before that, I had done a Ouija board. Uh oh. With like a couple of my friends, and it was like super. We I had never done it, and my like mom's yeah best friend, her daughter was like the cool girl that was in high school, and I was like. I think it was maybe like nine or 10 and I like really looked up to her and I thought that she was super cool and we did a Ouija board. I'd like stayed the night at their house with them and they had a trampoline and we went outside to do the Ouija board and we didn't even have like the actual, I don't know what it's called. Planchette. Yes. So we used like a piece of cardboard to do it and I remember it was like. Her boyfriend's name was what we asked it. And we asked, like, what year he had died. And it was, like, some crazy, like, 2032 or something like that. And as soon as we did it, she was like, nope, this is bad. These are, like, spirits trying to mess with us. Do you and like we, a future date? Yeah, it was, like, a way future date. And she was like, this, this is, like, people trying to mess with us. And then I remember it was, like... We were all like super freaked out because it was like me, her, and it was my stepsister. We were all doing it. And um, I, and it was like super dark. I want to say it was like one or two in the morning. Sure. We were doing this and we were outside and we like weren't supposed to be outside. Like I would have gotten in so much trouble if my mom ever heard that story. Right. But well, well she is now. Dang it. Sorry, Sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. She did it. Huge fan of podcasts. Yeah. yeah. She will be. Yeah. Once she figures out what podcasts are. Yeah. Oh, I just, yeah. We don't, maybe I won't send her the link once this comes out. She'll just, yeah, I never did it's that. It's gotta be like one of those, uh, um, what do you, what do you call it when you can't get charged with the crime because it's like statute of limitations. Yeah. If you're nine, if you're past yeah. the statute of limitations. Yeah. That's like trouble. over 10 years ago. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. I didn't know any better. Hmm. Started with the Ouija board. I was just trying to be cool, man. I just want to be with the cool kids. Yeah, everybody's tried the Mm -hmm. Ouija board. Mm -hmm. We had a guest on here 
does Ouija boards all the time. Yeah. Yeah, so. I've definitely been interested in it. Like, I've definitely kind of, like, wanted to try it now at my ripe age of 25, but <laughs> kind of a little freaky. A little I don't freaky. Know. Well, I don't I mean, there's rules. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's rules about Ouija board. There's we. Yeah. You, you can't just yeah. go into it willy-nilly. Yeah. Maybe when think, you're nine, you can, but yeah. maybe not, though. I mean, yeah. I mean, still. We'll see what happens in 2032 who, to that poor guy. Yeah, who knows what. And I mean, I, from what I remember, I mean, he was kind of a dick, so. <laughs> it could happen. <laughs> it could you never happen. know. Well, I mean, I'm it's like, weird that it wouldn't happen sooner. Yeah. Ten more, ten more years, right? Yeah. I'm definitely going to try and find him on Facebook after this. So yeah, keep maybe, track of him on Facebook yeah. for the next ten years. I will keep updates. Don't we'll have to have you back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, 10-year update. 10-year update. Time capsule. Did Brian die? Did he die? <laughs> <laughs> Is he still a dick? So you had said on the phone that you were like, you've been pretty interested in the paranormal and all this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. What what strikes your interest? What are you interested in? Um, I just think I, well, in the media and stuff, we see, like, all of these, like, crazy mediums. I don't want to call them crazy. Like, right. not... I, w- I should say, like, far-fetched, kind of out-of-the-blue mediums. And I feel like sometimes that sparks my interest. Yeah. Not because, I mean, like, I don't believe everything that I see on TV, obviously, because most of the things now are scripted. But right. I think that it would be super interesting to, like, connect with people or, like, my dad just died. So I think that it would be super interesting to maybe, like, connect with him and see like what is going on or like how that connects that kind of interests me or like um i think a lot about how like people come in to like these houses and they're so like unconnected with the history of that house and it might be a very bad history and you you have no idea you have no idea and i think like, and I actually, like, I live in a house that I've lived in for, like, my mom bought it in, like, 01, and now I finally, like, have it on my own. And I actually, like, haven't really dug into the history of my house, which I probably should. You probably like, should. Have you ever had anything happen there? No, I mean, I think that it, I mean, it's a pretty horribly built house, but I don't think anything... I don't ever really feel any bad energies there. I do a lot of cleansing and I sage it a lot. So I try not to like feel or like bring bad energy into my home. So, but yeah, that would definitely be something super interesting too. To check into. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, that's good that you didn't, you haven't had anything happen. I mean, Mm -mm. no one really wants to ever have anything happen at their house. Oh my gosh. I would never be able to sleep at night. Yeah. You get used to it, sadly. Yeah. I Unfortunately, you get used to it. Mm-hmm. I did live in like a super, I had a an apartment in Stillman and the house was like, you could tell, I never had anything weird happen, but you could tell that like a lot of people had been through there because it like, it was an apartment building when I lived there, but it was like the first and only hotel in Stillman Valley, oh boy. like way back in the day, like this building was so old. I mean, it's probably like over a hundred years old, but 
you could tell. Like you knew so many people have been in and out of that house, and like someone had to have a story. Oh yeah, absolutely. Totally. I mean, with how old Stillman is and how long, like most of the people have been there, even like generations and generations, like sure. Stillman man, that's like a whole. Oh yeah, we did a we did an episode with a guy from Stillman. We yeah. went actually we went to Stillman. Oh, he gave yeah. us a little tour. We got to see the cemetery. He yeah. showed us. Burial His grounds, very haunted. Burial grounds. See, I I don't think we made it to the burial grounds. It's very haunted. Yeah. I went there one night because the apartment that I had was like a block and like across yeah. Highway 72. And that was like the burial grounds. And we were walking to like the high school, which was like... It's not just, that far from it. It it's was just like, all off that main drag. Yeah. So we were walking to the high school. It was like the middle of the night. We thought that we were super cool and like gonna smoke a joint on the um like football field. We thought we were super cool. I'm pretty sure that's what the guy that we talked to said. Like I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what he said. Well, that, like they did the same thing. Because here's the thing, like Yeah, well, because here's the thing, it's like Stillman, big football town. Yeah. Big football town, so like Naturally, you smoke a J on the... Smoke a joint on the football field. On the football field. Especially if you didn't play football. Just in spite of the football team. Just to let them know. Yeah. You yeah, made we're it. we're all a bunch of losers. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh Precisely. God. Precisely. So you had said some stuff... So after your father passed away... Yeah. You started having some activity. Well, yeah. So he died in the basement. Of the house that we lived in. In Stillman? Oh, uh, it was, it's like on River Road between Byron and Oregon. So oh, like okay. in that vicinity. Sure. Um, But not, I want to say it was like not even a couple days after he had died. My brother was down there. And I mean, we were all scared to go down there. Like none of us. I could tell you that I went down there and I felt the energy of my dad. Right. And he was down there. And he um, said that he was, like, feeling kind of weird. And, I mean, like, he's not one to, like, be, like, in tune with, like, the vibes that are happening. Okay. And he was, like, mm, it felt kind of weird down there. And then all of a sudden, a helmet, like a football helmet that was on a coffee table just, like, fell off the coffee table. And I was, I just talked to him about this, and he was, like, he, like, his voice changed when he talked about it. And I was, like, because I had remembered that something happened, like, right after my dad died, but I couldn't remember exactly right. what it was. Sure. And so I called him up on my way here, and I was, like, hey, like, do you remember, <laughs> like, what had happened? And he was, like, oh, like, immediately his voice kind of dropped, and he told me about it. And I was, like, exactly, yes, I remember that <laughs> happening. And I remember him, like, running up the stairs, and he was, like, dude, I don't want to go down there anymore. We don't need to go down there anymore. And like, he was like, we can go to the laundromat. I don't care. We're going to go to the laundromat from now on. We don't need to go down there. And I like, <laughs> That's we moved out of the house. Okay. Like I, it was like a little after a year and I felt the need to say goodbye. So I kind of just like went in all the rooms and I went downstairs Continue. Sorry. I went downstairs and I could feel like he was still down there just a little bit. I hope that like the people that 
are in it now, he's not like messing with them because he would definitely do something like that. But oh I, yeah, I hope that he's not messing with them too bad because <laughs> he would do something because that's what that is exactly something that he would do because like his whole life he would like. Man, if I ever die, I'm coming right back to haunt you. And oh my so gosh. I would believe it, man. I would 100% believe it. That man was crazy. It was probably smart that you said goodbye. Mm-hmm. Like. Oh, yeah. I'm not like a real superstitious person, believe yeah. it or not, doing this. But like, there's definitely something about like leaving that. You left it there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's probably what people do mm-hmm. in all these in these cases. They're yeah. just like, you stay here, yeah. Grandpa. Yeah. I'm going to leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like. That sounds, man. I'm sorry about your dad. Oh, yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, I lost my dad in 2013, so I understand. Oh, yeah. It's not fun. It's not fun. No, it's not fun. Mm-mm. So what? Uh, there was more that happened, though, right? You said that there were some other things that kind of happened to you with him. Sometimes I, and it was actually, it was today. I felt like I could smell him. My dad smelled like welding. Marble Reds, and a little bit of weed. Just like a touch of weed at the Just very touch. top. Just a touch of weed. Touch of weed at the very top. And sometimes I do. I feel like I can smell him. And it's like out of nowhere. Like I won't even be thinking about it. And I feel like I can smell him. And then I like have to turn around and make sure he's not there. But so Okay, so that is a thing. I, yeah. saw, I saw something the other day. Saying that, like, if you smell like smoke or cigarette smoke, mm-hmm. there's a spirit yeah. nearby. And the other day, so I live in my grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. Like, that's I bought that house from her. The other day, I was downstairs and I was smelling smoke, mm-hmm. and that came to me because I was thinking about your story. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about because there's another guy I work with that tells me his mother died and he kept smelling things. And I, I was standing like, I, you come like our house is a bi level. You go downstairs. And you can go upstairs or down, but down, I sell, I smelled cigarette smoke. Yeah. And I was, like, talking to my wife about it, and it, like, just occurred to me. I'm like, when my grandpa was alive, he used to sit on a couch right there and smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Right there. Mm-hmm. And I smelled them, like, very distinctly, only in that area for a very long time. Yeah. And supposedly, if you smell cigarette smoke, there's a spirit. My, um, funny, my grandparents... They would smoke cool menthols. Mm. And they had a house in Love's Park on Pearl Avenue. And my dad's brother, my grandpa died in 2015. My grandma died, oh gosh. I was super little. Like I was probably like five or six. And um, that house... Not too long after my grandma had died, we lived in there for a couple years, and then my grandpa had lost it, because when my grandma died, he, like, went off the deep end. Right. That tends to happen. And my, yeah, my dad's brother, and we hadn't talked to him in years after my dad had died, he had kind of reached out to us, and um, he said that he had toured, like, he had contacted the people that own it now, and he had toured it. And he so said that he swore he smelled cool menthols and nobody else had smelled it because like they're like very like conservative family. Oh, sure. Like it's like a mom and a dad and a couple kids that live there. It's right. like, and they don't smoke. They don't do anything. Yeah. They're very clean cut. 
and he swore that he could smell cool menthols. And every once in a while... That's a distinctive smell, too. And I mean, like, my dad grew up, he smoked Marlboro Reds, so I could know that smell anywhere. Right, right, right. And every once in a while, I'll smell a cool menthol, and I'll think about my grandma, mostly, because... Sometimes I do feel her a little bit. Like, sure. I it I didn't really know her, but I do like remember when I was super little. Like her and I were super close. Right. And sometimes I do feel her presence a little bit, but it's like when I feel my grandma and I feel my grandpa and I feel my dad. Mm. It's kind of just like the kind of watching over me. Right. Kind of sense. So it's never really like negative or anything like that so that's good because i kind of spook a little bit easy so (laughs) (laughs) i do spook a little easy well i mean and that's so far like i'm seeing some patterns in like what you experience what you've seen yeah you seem to somehow end up in houses and places where people have passed away yeah like in the house that you actually live in you like that you know about Mm -hmm. and you don't seem to have negative experiences with it yeah well, and I think as well, I think it's a lot having to do with me yeah. because I do try to keep very positive energies I like because it. I don't want to attract those negative energies yeah. because again, I spook really easily and that would not be very good and I don't want to walk around scared all the time. So I try to like put out what I try to attract and it's mostly positive, man. I mean... I like it. I just try to be positive with like everything that happens all the time. That's great though. It's like not, it's hard, but it's not that hard to be a nice person. <laughs> it's hard sometimes. It's like really hard. Yeah. Especially like dealing with the people that I deal with. Oh, the public. In both of my jobs, man. Yeah. It's not that hard to be a nice person. No, it's not. Sometimes it irks me because I want to be so mean, but I can't because then people will be mean to me and i don't want that right so that's interesting Mm -hmm. so that's interesting that like so in all of your paranormal experiences you haven't had a negative one knock on wood i haven't knock on wood i don't know where wood is right there there you go knock on the wood yeah found some wood wood check wood check check. oh man that's the name of this episode wood check wood check check. or glass have you heard knock on glass to save your ass wood check have you heard that one? I haven't heard that one. That one? I heard that one from like somebody cool that I was trying to hang out with and they said, <laughs> knock on glass to save your ass. We were in the car and I probably, I'm pretty sure we were doing something that we didn't want to get caught at. Is so. it is it true or is it just rhyme? I don't know, but I'm telling you I use it and it hasn't turned back on me. Again, knock on wood. Knock on any of the glass in front oh, of you. Yep, knock on glass to save your ass. <laughs> right. Man. No, that's cool. So it's 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 really interesting because, like I said, so many people have had like we've like we interview a lot of people and like they've had like a nev- negative experience usually that kind of draws them, but you've had a lot of like I don't know ghostly supernatural mm-hmm. paranormal stuff, but it's always been positive. Yeah, because you've remained positive. Yeah, and you haven't gotten like spooked or creeped. I try to, but I do think that I do because when everything happened, like. With Norman and stuff like oh, that, yeah. I definitely do think that I was spooked. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, but it was out of like an innocence, right, and right, like right. no old guy is gonna be scared or like be mean to like a scared little girl, like especially in that situation. Well, when like I live in his 
house that he died right. in. I couldn't control that I lived there. So it's not like I was invading his space. Right. Cool old Southern On purpose. Guy. So, I mean, the man wore Hawaiian shirts. How I know, mean could he be? Honestly, like a cool Southern guy in a Hawaiian shirt? Yeah. How mean could he be? How? played in Margaritaville, man. He sounds like a parrot head. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. The parrot head. Probably. Like, how much sweet tea was probably made in that house, man? A lot of sweet tea. How mad could... And, I mean, I know when I lived there, and I wasn't from down south, we made a lot of sweet tea and fried a lot of pork chops and a lot of okra. Oh, dude, fried okra is amazing. Oh, my God. I love fried okra. Not a whole lot of people are, like, into that, but... Every time I go down there, Aaron's pointing at himself over there. So We're sun tea people. So do you. Is sun tea Midwest? I don't know. Midwest, eh? I think probably, maybe. Sun tea? No, that's sun a Sun tea is like a delicacy yeah. because it's not very sunny around here. Yeah. So all of it, the time. When it happens, it's like, man, does it taste good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, my grandma's from Tennessee. Oh, yeah. It's a good yeah. place to be. Man. Yeah. I love I have the actually I have the state of Tennessee tattooed on oh, my arm because okay. that's where she was from, but Norma Jean. Norma yeah. Jean. Oh. I'll, show, I'll show you after the podcast. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you'll be excited. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you'll, be excited. you'll be excited of the topographical map of Tennessee on my arm. <laughs> so yeah, so overall you've had just like a general nice experience. Have you ever had a negative paranormal experience? I don't think so. That's great. Honestly, I don't think so. Around here, we don't get a lot of that. So, I would, and I don't, and I don't like to put myself in those situations. Like, I was smart. never one of those kids that like, oh, this house is haunted. We're gonna go check it out. I'm like, ah, I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm you're so smart. Good. You've played it. You played it safe. So, okay, what are your beliefs on all this stuff? So, what I, are your personal beliefs like? What do you? What are we dealing with here? I. Why are these a, people there? I. I've had a very hard time trying to think about that because before my dad died, yeah. it was like a very, like he, everybody either goes to heaven or they go to hell. And when, after my dad died, I don't, I don't want to say that I necessarily don't believe that because I do believe that. But at the same time, I think that it's not one way or the other. I think there's definitely an in-between. Yeah. I mean, and I didn't grow up like super religious, so okay. I don't really know a whole lot about any of that. I've kind of grown up tr- like thinking what I want to think and kind of just like letting my mind wander. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that people, I know that if I died, I would definitely want to stick around. Like I would definitely want to see like my loved ones and see like what's going on with them. Yeah. Um. And I think that you maybe can do that, but interesting. I'm not sure. I mean, I've never died before. I never talked to somebody that died and came back or those crazy stories. I don't know, man. Well, I like it. Yeah. No, I like it. I like the vibe. It's interesting also that like, so when you experienced your dad or when your brother experienced your dad yeah. in the house, he never did leave the basement. It was always the basement, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you think they're that like when they die, they're confined to a certain area? Maybe. I think that they may be because like with Norman, he was not confined in that area. He was, in fact, the opposite. Like he couldn't face he couldn't, the fact that he died in there. Yeah, exactly. Ah. So, yeah, it was almost like there was a wall 
that he couldn't go through. That's so bizarre. Yeah, right? Right. But, and then, like, with the thing with my dad, it was like there was almost like there was a wall that he couldn't escape. You know what I mean? Like Interesting. Because, and I, I mean, I've had one single dream where it was like, that was my dad. He was there. And I've had, like, dreams where my dad was in them, but he wasn't, like, I didn't wake up, like, the first dream that I ever had about my dad. And he was there. I, like, woke up in the middle of the night and was super freaked out because I was like, oh, my God, that was him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was him. So, and I've never really, like, experienced it, like, physically. Like like I said, like, I'll smell, like, his smell, which is very distinct. Right. So distinct. It, like, freaks me out sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's a good combination. Yeah. It's a great welding, marble reds. And a little bit of wheat. A little touch of wheat. Just a little bit. (laughs) A little... Just a little bit. Dibble. Yeah. Man. So those are your stories. Yeah, I guess so. I like it. Yeah. No, I liked it. I, it's a. It's totally different than I feel like we're used to hearing. Yeah. I like the positive. You yeah. Know? Usually it's about like fear and creepiness. Oh man, I'm scared about it, but at the same time, I. But just, it doesn't control you. No. You you're intentional. No. Yeah. I I am scared of it. Don't okay. get me wrong. I'm right, terrified right, right. of it. Well, sure. But if it's gonna happen. It's going to happen. Right. I feel like I can't, you can't always control it when it happens to you, but if it does, you you have to make the best out of it. You have to try to be positive about it. I love it. It might not be positive. I mean, again, I've never really experienced anything negative, so I don't, I guess maybe I'm just that cool. I don't know. You are cool. Your coolness is like expelled Radiating. any yeah. yeah, it's just like I have that effect on people. Yeah. So you have like a some people have like a purple aura, you just have like a cool aura. Yeah. Yeah. I with a little um, dabble of weed. Yeah. A little, little dabble bit. dabble. A little bit. A little butt. I actually have had people like come up to me. I used to go to this bar in Beloit like pretty often. But they there was a lady that I kind of like knew her from going in there and she was, oh my gosh, she was like the sweetest lady out of her. And she came up to me one day and she looked so serious and was like, you have this bright light surrounding you and you are just so kind and you're so pure and your energy is just amazing. And I hope that you never lose that. And I was like, all right, Linda. Thanks. <laughs> All right, Linda. I appreciate you. Thanks, Linda. I try. Yeah. <laughs> Throws it all out the window. You're like, no more Ouija boards. Man, so, okay. What is your... Oh, wait. Hold on. I got a question from the audience. Oh, gosh. You want a question from the audience? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Jim Markell, get up here. Oh, yeah? Me? All right. Okay, here we go. Uh, I have three questions. Can three, I ask three? Can I ask three questions? They'll be quick. Go for it. All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, first question that I had when you started talking about um, vinyl. Okay. Um, where's your Where's your favorite place to search for vinyl? I have to say Culture Shock. Culture Shock is your spot. Okay. Culture Shock is my spot. Skyler. Yeah. yeah. Shout outs. Skies. Skyler. Jared. They're great guys. Yeah. Great folks. I like that. I like that one. Do you like... Uh, um, what are some other ones? What, could you Toad rank Hall. them? Toad Hall is Toad Hall is mine. That's my favorite place to go because you can just get lost for 
ever. I will you admit, have a dibble and I will admit that I'm pretty get lost. new. I'm pretty new to the vinyl stuff. Are you? I'm oh, pretty man. new. My collection. You got great taste. So I have like concerned. those little like cube shelves, mm-hmm. and I've got one cube filled, and it's kind of like spilling over nice. into another cube. So awesome. I'm getting there. Is it a lot of soundtrack stuff, or is it? Mm, I I have a few soundtracks. It's a good mix. Yeah. To have. Yeah. Top Gun, great soundtrack. Nice. Nice. Uh, mm, Dirty Dancing, amazing awesome. soundtrack. There you go. I actually lovely. Cultural shock. Please don't kill me, but I got that uh, one at Walmart. Uh, well, you I know, I saw it and it was there, and I had to have it. It's <laughs> get them where you can find them. That's a thing. Oh my God, it's so good. You Patrick know, Swayze. What a man. There you go. Oh God, it's such a good soundtrack. Hey. Lovely. Um, what else can you tell us about, um, what was his name, Norman. Norman? Do you know anything else about Norman other than he was a parrot head who wore Hawaiian shirts and hung out and was cool? I I think, yeah, he like hung out and he was cool and he was friends with everybody. Yeah. And I don't know too much about him, but I know that he was like super good guy, super nice to everybody, and did everything that he could for his family. I okay. mean, his house, uh-huh. beautiful. Awesome. And I know that it wasn't like, there was like a whole addition added onto that house. Yeah. And it was truly a house for like entertaining and having a lot of people over. Mm -hmm. So I could like, he definitely loved having people over. Okay. So he was a people person. He liked being, that's what I assumed when he was like, you know, around in the smoke and the hot tub. He Mm -hmm. was a, you know, he was there. He wanted wanted to be a part of it. Awesome. Um, what else did I have? I think that was it. I think that was all of my questions. We were talking about Beloit. Oh, yeah, yeah Beloit, Beloit. Well, I mean, I kind of live out there oh, now. Okay. So, um, Fun. yeah, I, I grew up down the road here uh, okay. until I was 12, and then I moved oh. to uh, Rockton, and oh. then I got to know, like, that whole yeah. area. So I'm kind of like, you know, I live I live in both both worlds yeah. a little bit. It's oh, weird. Oh, yeah. I've definitely, like... Like I started in Rockford, mm-hmm. and then I went to Harlem, and then I like yeah. live in South Beloit Bounce now. Around. So it's like, and yeah. I lived in Tennessee. I've like you know Captain's Galley. Oh, we li- yeah. that's we don't need that's to, what's up. Oh my gosh, every yeah. single day. We're best friends now. Yeah, you guys. Um, I think that's all that I had. I think those are all the questions I had. Do Captain's you have Galley. Captain's Great Galley. Place. Great place to go. There. Hey, everybody go to Captain's Galley next to Viking Lanes in yeah. South Beloit and give them all your money. Yeah. They have really, they have all different colors of t-shirts. Great Chicago style hot dog. Oh yeah, absolutely. Good sandwiches. They have Bosco sticks there. Bosco sticks are out of control. Oh my gosh. Ooh, yeah. bread stick with cheese. Oh gosh. All right. In case in case anyone listening has made it this far, they're right, like, geez, "What's right. a Bosco stick?" That's like the main question. That's their main question in their mind. All right, I'm gonna zero it back in. Okay. To I always ask people. <laughs> What's your final thought? No. So first of all, what do you think you experienced? In a nutshell. Are these people that you think they're people? You think they're something else? I think that they're people. Okay. I think that they're real people, and I think that they still have something to say, and that's why they're still here. I love it. Now, I always ask this what's your final thought? Like, what's your parting gift to everybody who's listening? Um, just to like be positive, put out into the world what you want to get back into the world because. 
this world sucks so bad sometimes. It really does. But you have to make the best out of it. And then just like you can give all and then just give a little bit back. And that little bit. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. I love it. So good. I love it. I love it. This is this has definitely been the most positive experience I've had in a while. You're welcome. Thank you, Emily Fay. <laughs> Thank you so much to Emily Fay for joining us on Maybe It's Spiritual. Thank you for joining the outro. Um, so if you would like to catch her, she has an Instagram, Emily Faye. If you want to see her cool calligraphy and you want to go into Velvet Robot Coffee and get some coffee, she's slinging coffee. She's making the sign. She also works at Crazy Times. She accepts tips because she's a waitress. Thank you so much for joining us. And you can catch us on Instagram. Maybe it's spiritual. You can catch us on TikTok. We have a TikTok. Sometimes we post on there. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. And uh, we have a Gmail. If you want to be a guest, shoot us an email. Maybe it's spiritual at gmail.com. Uh, it's mostly full of spam at the moment, but we'd love to hear from you. Uh, yeah. If you are a Spotify or an Apple listener, go ahead and hit that five-star button because we want to know what you think. On Apple, you can tell us what you think. On Spotify, it's five stars only. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time.